Hi, and welcome to another episode of Frank Reviews, a father-son journey through pop culture. I am Harrison. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Pop, pop culture. I'm pop. <laughs> Putting the pop in pop culture. It's Frank in Frank Reviews. Frankenstein. And uh, we're trying something new this week. I've bought you a mic stand or a microphone arm for your microphone because last week uh, all I could hear in the editing process was you absentmindedly thumping your microphone against your chest like some sort of AV King Kong. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there you go. So this week we we didn't get a chance to watch it together because of our uh, uh, garbage schedules, which I kind of hate doing i don't like not watching the movies with you um but we watched last action hero a movie i know we've seen before like way back when it first came out i distinctly remember it being a rental from probably hollywood video yep and it probably yeah yeah hollywood like people make fun of blockbuster but our i don't think i've ever been inside of a blockbuster like i our local chain was Hollywood Video, and before that, West Coast Video. So that's where my memory is at. But this, mo- what did you think of this movie? Because I have many thoughts about of this movie, and it was, it was a, it was an experience. Um, uh, watching it, um, I guess it was '93. That's right when that's when it came out. '93. Yeah. It was really a lot of fun. It, I, I don't know. It just seemed like like. Um, seeing Arnold in a comedic action hero role was just so neat, so much fun. Um, but then watching it again this week, <clears throat> it it was choppy. It was uh, mixed up. Um, uh, some of the characters were not as strong as I would think I would remember and um, it, although I did laugh Putting out it mildly I did laugh out loud several times at, at little gags and stuff so much of it was uh, um, so goofy and, and uh, entertaining but overall um, there were big boring chunks in it and it was uh, kind of like flat soda Sort of. That's a good way of describing it. It flat soda. Yeah. Like the movie, as written, set out to make fun of action movie tropes, and I did a deep dive and research into this. So the movie was directed by. I'm gonna make sure I get the name right. Joel McTiernan, who directed Die Hard. Okay. So like the guy has action movie bona fides like he was not originally attached to the project like this movie was not written for him the movie was not written for Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) when those two guys came on it rapidly became one of their projects okay so it it did that thing that satires do uh, from time to time and it became the thing that it was parodying parodying oh my gosh okay so like, part of the reason why uh, we're, this episode is delayed is because I did not realize that this movie was two hours and ten minutes long. 
that's another point. Yeah, God. like, so... Oh, when will it be over? Yeah, exactly. So the movie's about 40 minutes longer than it needs to be. And I think it's mostly because they couldn't not include something in the movie. Like, you could have cut out that entire funeral sequence, but you need to have these gags in there pointing out these action movie tropes about how, like, the, there's that scene where, like, John Prentice, the character, uh, betrays John Slater, or whoever these people's names are. Fake Arnold Schwarzenegger is betrayed by his old friend inside the movie, and then the kid pulls a gun on the bad guy, and then the bad guy gets the gun back, and then the kid gets the gun back, and then the bad guy gets the gun back again. Like, you yeah. didn't need any of this. Nah, that was, I think the funeral was funny. Well, you know, yeah, when, no, like... When, the, when, when, when everybody pulls guns out, the nun pulls guns out. Like, every, literally everybody. There's like every, 40 seconds of guns cocking. Yeah, well, there were 40 <laughs> people and 40 guns. It yeah. Was, that was pretty... That was pretty entertaining no, but like, yeah just that uh, really the three with, second gag and that was enough yeah like the scenes without context are incredible but then when you put them all together it turns into this monstrosity of yeah. the film like there's even like a reference like i don't think they caught this because why would they but like the the main villain of the film benedict who is played by charles dance who i am like in love with the guy with the glass eye right there's a scene where he like has the magic ticket and he leans against the wall and his hand goes through the wall into like the real world right quote unquote and the theme from the twilight zone starts to play <laughs> that which, was yeah it's wonderfully on the nose which is the whole point of this movie as like okay the short elevator pitch of this movie for anybody that has not watched the movie is a uh, kid finds magic ticket gets warped into an arnold schwarzenegger action movie and then eventually Arnold Schwarzenegger from the movie and the villain of the movie get pu pulled out into the real world. And, it, like, that's it. That's the whole movie. One of the dumber pieces of trivia that I know of The Twilight Zone is that in, like, the fourth season, they expanded it from a half-hour show into an hour-long show, and those, like, did not work. Like, people did not like them and it just dragged the show on. Okay. Like, even if you go on... I, I, I'm pretty sure they're still on Netflix, but the original series, seasons one, two, three, and five are on Netflix. None of the hour-long episodes. Okay. So, like, they knew when they pulled back. And it's like, oh, if only you had listened to the advice from within right. your own movie. Right. Uh, it, it, the, the, hearing the theme song was kind of, like, uh, totally out of place, but but funny. Yeah, but funny. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure this movie broke me, like, as a human being. I can't, like... In the in the latter half of the movie, they're in the real world, and that they're at a premiere for uh, the the latest John Slater, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Right. So it's, it's a movie within a movie in, like, the worst way, but they just use it as an excuse to get in too many cameos. There like, were... Some of the, um, I probably didn't appreciate the cameos back in the '90s, but I they were 
fun to see la- the this time. Right. Like we recent somewhat recently watched uh Terminator 2 together and that I didn't realize this that was literally the previous movie Schwarzenegger was in at okay. this point. So it's his previous movie and then in this movie the guy that plays the T1000 makes a cameo as the T1000. Okay. And it would have worked I think as a cameo except for the kid like immediately points it out and starts freaking out about it instead of it being like a fun little Easter egg in the background because he literally stalks by the camera with the look of just that angry like scowl that the T-1000 does. Like Jim Belushi shows up and has like a 30 second monologue about action movies and uh, 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 oh god Jean-Claude Van Damme shows up and he's got like but thank you, the internet, for pointing this out. But he's got, like, a bilingual pun. He says he wouldn't miss the premiere for a second. Premiere means first, so he wouldn't mean... He wouldn't okay. miss the first for a second. Exactly. Like, oh, God, no. Like, Chevy Chase just shows up purely to get bumped into. <laughs> and it's it becomes this, oh, God, this movie. So, like... Why did they have Little Richard in it? Right! It's like... He a, shows up, a, and he even gets in a woo! Like a low key, of of all the obscure people, like like did they just like pick out of a bag? Let's out of a bag of one thousand obscure people. Oh, Little Richard, very good. There there was even like it's like a Chekhov's joke sort of thing that like has maybe three minutes in terms of its set off and its payoff, uh, set up and payoff, where. Arnold's wife tells him not to plug the right. restaurant. And right. Three minutes later, Arnold starts plugging Planet Hollywood. Right. I didn't realize I had to Google this was owned in part by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so that's him actually advertising his own thing yeah. in a thing that's advertising the thing that he's in. It's like this yeah. astoundingly recursive. I'm, I was surprised to see Maria Shriver actually un undignify herself to go into the movie. <laughs> a classy classy lady like that is like oh, why are you doing this to yourself? Why is anybody doing th- like even the police precinct in the movie within the movie like oh that's another thing like this before he even gets into the movie before he warps into the movie I should say the kid is like he's leaving the apartment and his apartment gets broken into and he gets handcuffed to a toilet by this there's no payoff for that with the exception of showing how panicked his mother is and oh this is why the kid has a handcuff key on him in a scene that doesn't matter anyway like right there there's like 15 minutes out of the movie you could have come but like the police precinct itself like First off, there's an animated cat cop. <laughs> who is... That's that was like I, I, I don't know. I I thought that was pretty clever. It was it was clever, and it's this great like I guess it's like a few years after Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? And right around this time, I don't know if you would remember this, but it's like thanks to it being on Disney Plus now, like it suddenly uh, uh, reappeared in pop culture's memory. The the cartoon show Bonkers. Where uh-huh. an animated yeah. cartoon bobcat is paired up with a uh, straight-laced, no-nonsense uh, uh, lady cop named Miranda Wright. I didn't get that joke until somewhat recently. Like I didn't know what Miranda Miranda Wrights were as a kid. But yeah, 
the the cat is voiced by Danny DeVito, right? Who was in a couple of the the comedies with Arnold Schwarzenegger, like right? Twins and Twins. Junior, yep. And yep. so this makes it their third yeah. team up, I guess. Sure. Yeah. But then there's like, he's like, all right, Johnson, you're paired with the rabbi. Like there's an entire. <laughs> <laughs> I I swear, if you look at the first scene with the rabbi in it, it's. God. It's if Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks turns out to be, I'm going to IMDb this right now. But then I thought, well, if it was Mel Brooks, they would have given a better facial scene of him. But yeah. I, but maybe it just reminded me of Mel Brooks playing a rabbi. Oh, so. oh God in heaven. While I'm on... Uh, <laughs> that would be great if Mel Brooks was in this movie. While I'm on the IMDb. So, you know, um, the... the the, the butler, the uh, odd job ripoff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is literally credited as uh, a tough Asian man. <laughs> so the actual—I'm going to butcher this—but his actual listed credit on IMDb is Professor Toru Tanaka, Last Action Hero, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, The Running Man, Dark Man, Hard Justice. Like, yeah, he's in all of these crazy wow these are some fantastical movies that i've never yeah. heard of before. yeah it's supposed, supposed to be odd job yeah like this odd job knockoff uh but that's i had forgotten uh, about that one jim belushi is credited as james belushi sure jim sure mc hammer literal richard robert patrick the t1000 sharon stone yeah sharon um, stone. i, I don't remember that. seeing that but something something about her her being in it it uh, I I didn't catch that one. Tina Turner. Tina Turner was Tina, oh was in the in the movie um, premiere. Yeah, yes. she she was um, she was the staff person with the lieutenant governor that got elbowed in the face. Oh my god! This movie, like this movie, I'm pretty sure, like the entire time. Nope. Okay, R. C. Bates played the rabbi, oh. so I apologize for that. This is getting cut. <laughs> uh, he was in a movie called The Werewolf, where he played CSI. A, did he play a rabbi in all of this? He's he's got a lot of like one name credits, like Tom, Thomas, <laughs> Street Guy, <laughs> Jimmy, Rabbi, Tector, Tector. That's not a the. Hang on, which one is this? The Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley, The Case of the Logical Ranch. Okay. The Logical Eye Ranch. What? A very musical mystery series. Well, I I cannot Which which we're going to watch next week. Yes, next week. <laughs> I swear Okay, so there's so many in insane things that I feel like I want to talk about just to like get your reaction. Wait, 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 wait. How about the ET reference do you remember oh god he goes the ET reference. he goes down the hill he on the bike down. goes flying up in the air across the moon awesome the et yep yep that was so cool the girl's pink bike that's like another thing so he gets like the most girly possible bike with the streamers on the handlebars yeah i want to say 
Also, every single woman in this movie, with the exception of, like, the cameo... What? No, I guess the... No. In, within, in the movie, within the movie, every single woman is wearing, like, some sort of insane plastic pleather thing where, like, the camera just focuses on their butts or their boobs. Right. There's, tight. like, this weird steel plating on some of their breasts. T like, tight, tight, yes, tight... Uh, tight shots of uh, uh, voluptuous women's body parts. Yes. Like, at the emotional climax of the movie, when they're trying to warp back into the movie within the movie, the, uh, th there's just this long, slow shot where the camera pans through the precinct and then past a couple of women who walk very slowly and deliberately down the hall and the camera just stays on them for a good minute or so. It's like, yep. e e like even in these action movies that they're parroting, I don't think clothes like that have existed. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's like a couple of like weird, like fetish clubs in these movies and they like, oh no, we're always in a fetish club in this movie. Like even the, the, the blockbuster girl is wearing like this, just like, Baby Blue, uh, 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 Britney Spears in the, the music video Toxic outfit. It doesn't make... Okay, so there's the... Like, uh, I feel like I could talk about this movie for hours, and I don't want to no. because it terrifies me. So, okay, so that there's a brief shot of this massive inflatable Arnold Schwarzenegger in Times Square in the... Yes. Uh, in the premiere sequence. Yes. And first off, to film that scene, they shut down Times Square for a week <laughs> from wow. 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. for a week straight. Wow. So I'm assuming that's where a lot of the budget for this movie went. <laughs> I would think but, so, yeah. But the inflatable in Times Square in that movie is carrying a shotgun and a few sticks of dynamite. Right. So they actually had to make that for real, and they used it as a prop to uh, okay. uh, uh, to promote the movie. But this movie premiered sometime after the uh, 1993 bombing of the World Trade Center. Oh, so they replace in the... I'm going to show you a picture of it. For the real-world version, they replace the sticks of dynamite with a badge. So instead, <laughs> so instead, he's carrying a badge and a sawed-off shotgun. Right. And it like it doesn't even really like Google this thing, please. It doesn't look like Schwarzenegger at all. Yeah. But like, even more insane. This is the first, and as far as I know, the only movie to have an advertisement in space because they paid to get Schwarzenegger's name and the Last Action Hero logo onto a NASA rocket. <laughs> I, I wish to the, God I was making this up. The, uh, yeah, the promotional budget was uh, um, the, a little excessive, apparently. Oh, oh. <clears throat> oh. The, okay, so now this is what really truly broke me about the movie. So towards the end of the film, um, Benedict, Charles Dance, gives this speech. And I'm going to read it to you verbatim. Yeah, I screenshotted this from tvtropes.org. Uh, for the sake of this show, please don't ever go into tvtropes.org. Yeah, that would, I think, ruin the dynamic of me being the pop culture insane person and you being the um, regular person, the straight, <laughs> the straight man of this group. I've never been referred to as the regular person. Well, let's let's... 
congratulations. In the world of nerds, you are like a, a person that knows how to function in society. Uh, okay, so this is the speech, uh, and I'm going to try and read it verbatim. Uh, Gentlemen, since you are about to die anyway, I may as well tell you the entire plot. Think of <laughs> villains, Jack. You want Dracula? Dracula? Hang on. And he takes out the ticket at this point. I'll fetch him. Dracula? Huh. I can get King Kong. We can have a nightmare with Freddy Krueger, have a surprise party for Adolf Hitler, Hannibal Lecter can do the catering, and then we'll have a christening for Rosemary's baby. All I have to do is snap my fingers and they'll be here. They'll be lining up, they're, sorry, they're lining up to get here, and do you know why, Jack? Should I tell you why? Because here, in this world, the bad guys can win. <laughs> Now, that's a hell of a villain plot, first and foremost. And you get why he would think like that, because almost the first thing the character encounters in the quote-unquote real world is an underage prostitute. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Like, that, that's how we discover that the villain actually has morals. His reaction is, how old are you? Yes. Like, okay, he's got limits, clearly. But, like, what really kills me about this speech he gives is he name drops in and amongst Rosemary's Baby and and Hannibal Lecter and whatnot. He name drops Adolf Hitler. Yes. That's a real villain. Yes. No, yeah. And, and uh, for... For hopefully for like in in centuries when these audio logs are being like pulled out and and reviewed for historical accuracy or, or, or like when when we're in the Smithsonian in 3,000 years <laughs> or whatever is the equivalent for context we are living in currently December 2019 during the Trump administration and for even worse context, uh, as of yesterday was the uh, uh, election day for the United Kingdom, and yes. the Tories, specifically Boris Johnson, won. Yes. So I'm watching this movie and hearing him make this speech about the bad guys being able to win in this yes. world. Yes, interesting. And I'm just, like, I spent today at work just numb. And losing my mind because, oh my god, we are in the real world. The bad guys have one. Like, okay, yeah, Adolf Hitler shot himself, but guess who came back with a vengeance? Nazis! And I'm just, I'm just screaming in my, my, my booth. Like, thank god all of my coworkers are wearing earplugs. Thanks, OSHA. But I'm screaming in my booth, the bad guys won! Ah! (laughs) Just, uh, oh, oh god. (laughs) Oh, like, I, like, had a breakdown at my supervisor today, and I was like, Jim Belushi is in this movie. You don't understand how insane this is. This shouldn't exist. Because good is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And don't forget Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah, Sylvester Stallone replaces all of Arnold in, in, in this. So, like... We hinted at it last week. There's a very specific line that you remember from this movie that we just kind of absentmindedly quoted back and forth to one another like yes. in the years following. Yes. Just, I'm going to give it a few seconds of silence, and then I want you to give me a clean reading on that line, please. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. I bet you didn't think I was going to say that. 
like when he finally said it, I freaked out. If if, oh, if you take any away from, anything away from this movie, that's what you should take. That's that's it's it's Schwarzenegger saying things like accent, what accent, <laughs> and and eventually rubber baby buggy bumpers. And, oh God, this this movie. I, how about I am, the how about the opening the opening gag? You want to be a farmer? Here's two acres. As he kicks the guy in the nuts. <laughs> Okay, so... So those are the places I land. Maybe the movie <laughs> right. was worth it just to see those little gems. Right. If you could, like, edit together the movie so it's only the movie within the movie, then I feel like it's like... It would be the best five minutes of entertainment <laughs> yes. that you've seen for a while. Yes. yes. It's it's uh, five minutes of amazingness wrapped up in with another two hours and five minutes of just insanity and i i just i was <clears throat> i was thinking what when he blew up the ice cream truck and the ice cream cone went through the bad guys back oh of his head God. i was i was trying to link Cheech and chong in there but i don't know that was that was a little bit of a stretch that's a bit of a stretch so so <laughs> i feel like this movie could just this this episode could just devolve into us reciting our favorite arnold lines yeah in yeah. arnold yeah. but like we're as it stands right now. Even before I edit this, this is probably going to be our longest episode to date. At you know, out of four episodes, uh, it's it's okay because people turned it off twelve minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch to you because I feel like I need like a good version of this movie following this movie as a uh, palate cleanser because. Uh, uh, the episode two weeks from now, as I've said before, uh, Molly really wants to watch Detective Pikachu with us and uh, record an episode on that. Great. And I think you're going to get a kick out of that. That was a sequel? No. 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 The, that, the, oh, man. That, we'll, that was the sequel to this? I want to see you react. Like, I want to watch you, like, just as a preview, uh, uh, um, tell me right now what you know about Pokemon. Uh, little goofy characters that little kids like. Cool. Good. That's, that's all I want and need. And I just want to see your reaction to this movie. Um, (laughs) so I'm going to give you a choice to watch, um, for, for next week's episode that'll drop on the 20th, two different approaches to the concept of the movies being real. So the first one is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. Okay. And the other is Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. I'm trying to... I think I know which one that one is. Okay. Odds are you've seen these movies before, but it's been a very long time. Yes. Yeah, long long time. Long time. So which which one would you prefer? Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start putting that in the uh, episode description so people can prepare for the next week's episode if they want to watch along with us. Okay. Um, But uh, other than that, this has been Frank Reviews. Dad, do you have any final thoughts about Last Action Hero? Uh, It was entertaining and I think they should have used Sylvester Stallone instead. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so I have been Harrison Lickner. Uh, this has been Frank Lickner. Um, our theme song was done by Sean Monahan. Our incidental music 
uh, is, I'll put links in the episode descriptions, but the incidental music is done by a guy on YouTube that does no copyright lo-fi beats. Uh, they're, they're very, very good and very nice to study and relax to. But otherwise, this has been Frank Reviews. Thank you again for listening. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe because we're like on iTunes and junk now. And we need all the help we can get. <laughs> uh, Dad, do you want to give us another Arnold line to sign us off on? Uh, go ahead, kill me. <laughs> do oh. it. Oh, that's right. Do it. Kill me now. All right. All right. Just Ember Effa. <laughs> say say in your in an Arnold voice. Get to the chopper. Oh, that's right. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Quick, get to and, the chopper. And and what will we be next week? Uh, uh some Galaxy Quest. Uh, no, no, galaxy. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be back. I was trying to set you up. What? I'll be back. Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. The per- the person that I think does the best Arnold Schwarzenegger um, impersonation is your friend and mine, Eric Horsheimer. Oh, uh, hey, that's right. Name High drop, School. Uh, name drop the Horsh, uh, my old science teacher. Uh, who I ran into at PAX Unplugged. But yes, this episode is dragging long, and it's time to go. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Go do something with your life. (laughs) 